1: Here's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Local Hour. We're in the mobile studio, so you know everything's going to be awesome. We're talking EKU football. Of course, Ryan's here, and we've got Ethan Bernardzik on the show as well. We're also going to talk some wonderful feats by the EKU women's basketball team as well. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Local Hour. And we've even got the wrong graphic, up. it's okay. We'll get it all fixed here in just a moment. But welcome into this uh, fun and crazy show today. And I'm your host, Vince Stover, joined by uh, my co-host, Ryan Rhino-Jackson. How you doing, man? Doing all right. Doing all right today. Well, let's talk about this weekend. Uh, Senior day, everything went uh, as planned, right? I mean, the win Mm -hmm. is ultimately what, what was the most important thing. And you guys were able to capture that. So talk about the atmosphere, both in the locker room uh, and on the field that you felt uh, compared to maybe your past seasons here.
0: Uh, yeah, it, it was a it was a little bit different of a vibe around the, the locker room, I would say. It, it was more like uh, we were playing like we have nothing else to lose. Like we were, we were about to give it our all for this one. And. It was a, If it was our last time playing together, we were going to put it all out on the field. And uh, I think that's kind of what we showed in the game, that we, even despite the, the season that we've had, we still put our best foot forward and still put on a show. Uh, we finally got a, a good win under our belt, and uh, it was good to send the seniors off with a, a win. Unfortunately, the season didn't go the way we all pictured it, but uh, it, it was definitely good to see everybody smile one more
1: time. Now, uh, Braden Sloan had himself a day, um, and uh, we saw it all year, right? That run game really came through this year in a way that probably in the last two years, especially, you guys have really been looking for.
0: Right. Yeah, Braden and uh, Braden and Josh, they're a crazy running back duo for us, and it's really a testament to how hard our O-line has been working this this season, and we were even down at o for this game, my roommate, Vincent Munley. But it, it's really a testament to how, how hard they've all worked together in practice. B. Sloan, I tell them every single game, if you get the ball, bro, go score, because you, you got the talent to do that. And you finally outran everybody, and it was great to see. Like it, It's cool to see all that start to come together, because in my, in my past couple seasons,
1: this is one of the first seasons where
0: it seems like we got to consistently run the ball really good all season.
1: What about uh, Jeremiah Bailey? This is a kid we talked about this summer. Um, you know, you, you've you been hyping up and we've had him on the show, all that kind of stuff to cap it off. And you talked about his athleticism when he was on with us earlier this year. We got to see that speed uh, in full force this weekend. So not just Jeremiah as a whole, though, that D-line, the, the room that you're in, performed well this weekend.
0: Right, yeah. We we had a heck of a week. Uh, I think we held them to, what, 48 rushing yards, something like that, against yeah. one of the bigger offensive lines we've ever really played against. So it, it it was good. We we worked hard this week as a D-line, and we we really wanted to finish off the season and finish off like that we were one of the more dominant fronts in the, the conference, or hopefully that's what we get recognized as. And for Jeremiah, I told y'all, he, he can run. He's a stupid good athlete now. He almost let the quarterback kind of catch him. But on the film, it looks like he got a little bit more separation. I really don't know how the play happened until uh, I just saw him take off because I was in my own little rush. But yeah. when you watch it back, uh, Maddox Marcellus, another one of our freshmen, came in clutch stripped the ball, caused the fumble or strip sack. I think is what they called it. Jeremiah scoops it up, takes off. And it, it, it was just awesome because it – It's all the moments that we wish we could have had earlier in the season, all the plays we wish we could have made throughout the entire year. But it is great when they happen. And I I told him he was tired. That's why he had to stand there. He
1: couldn't really celebrate. (laughs) I liked the celebration, man. Uh, I liked it a lot. Um, What about uh, Patty, Pat Nations? Uh, He comes out. uh, He has a solid performance. He gets uh, some recognition this week as well from the uh, UAC and uh you know we talked about jeremy edwards a couple times this year we hadn't really talked about patrick a whole lot uh but he had a heck of a game this weekend also
0: yeah the best thing about pat pat once he he he, he starts off hot during the season and he, he cooled off a little bit had his struggles and he just put his head down and started working again and started working in his craft you could see he came after practice a little bit trying to fix how he was kicking and he he even brought all the field goal guys together and he he sat us down. And said he's gonna start making them. He's gonna stop all this missing and costing the team. And he he was serious. And he's he's been proving it these past couple of weeks. And we we trust Pat 100%. We think he can make any field goal. That's why you see we're all just instead of looking off to the sideline when he misses, we're all dapping Pat up. We 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 love Pat, and I'm 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 happy that he's starting to get back into his groove again with making them consistently. But I, I tell him every week, every week he gets the little special team player of the week. I said, it really should go to us because we're taking the beating for you to make all those. Because, <laughs> oh, my goodness, like you you should see the pressure me. <laughs> the player of the game goes to either Peyton Collins or uh, Chevy because they be taking a beating next to me. I don't know how they
1: make it. <laughs> uh, Parker, of course, there's a lot of talk because of how long he's been around. He holds all the records. Um, he's been such a stable force for you guys um, over the years, and now he's played his last game as a colonel. Um, I mean, what does that mean for this program?
0: Uh, <clears throat> losing Parker means a lot for the program, not not just as a as a football player, but as a teammate, as a captain, as a leader around here. Parker had an undying will to win, and he, he's the ultimate competitor in everything he did. And he, he was just the, the chillest, nonchalant guy you'll ever meet. He was just cool. He was fun to be around, and we're losing a great person around the, just around the university and a funny guy. But whoever picks him up or whoever gives him a chance is getting one heck of a person. And I, I, I can't attest to him as much on the football field because that's obvious, his talent's obvious, but what he brings to a locker room and a community is special.
1: For sure. Okay, so I'm in my mobile studio. I just pulled up to my real life studio, so we're going to take a break um, and we're going to try to make this work and if we can take a break. We're going to take a break. And then when we come back, we'll introduce what else we got going on uh, in the program. So I'm going to run inside. Until then, here's a word from IPM Pest and Turbite. With over twenty years of experience, Matt Schaefer and the good folks at locally owned IPM Pest and Turbite provides pest control service for all of Central Kentucky's pest control needs. Whether you have a current pest control problem or want to prevent infestation from ever entering your home, IPM Pest and Turbite offers maintenance programs that will help keep pests out of your home and provide peace of mind. So for dependable, reliable services that you can count on, get in touch with our good friend Matt Schaefer and I IPM Pest and Termite today at myIPM.com. That's myipm.com. Does the exterior of your home need a facelift? All Around Roofing has you covered. All Around Roofing is a locally owned company servicing Madison County and all of central Kentucky. From roof repairs and replacements to gutters, siding, windows, soffits, chimney flashings, and more. All-Around Roofing provides quality work and friendly service that will leave your house looking great. Call today, 859-489-5179 to get a free quote. That's 859-489-5179. We can handle your all-around exterior needs at All-Around Roofing. All right, welcome back in to the Sports Stove Local Hour. I am almost (laughs) where I need to be. Ryan, uh, give us—I'll tell you what—I didn't give you warning on this, but give us a good intro for our guest today. Okay, Uh, today we have uh,
0: senior, senior uh, receiver Ethan Bendarzik. Eb, how you doing? What's up, guys?
1: You have uh, entered one of the weirdest shows I've ever hosted today, Ethan, but we sure appreciate you taking time to be with us today.
2: I appreciate you guys having me. (laughs) Uh,
1: Listen, uh, first of all, I apologize for the unprofessional manner in which we brought you on today. Uh, Not, not uh, Ryan, me, the unprofessional way I brought you on today. Um, And I appreciate your patience with the whole process as well, but Hey, First of all, congrats on a career at EKU, man. Uh, tell us your experience. What what is uh, when you try to encapsulate what this year and what your career here uh, has been like? Uh, how would you define it?
2: Yeah, I'd say um, I've had a great four seasons as a colonel. I came in COVID year with Ryan as a. I came in as a walk on, and I didn't know what to expect really. Um, no. Uh, we had a few receivers opt out that year, which helped me out a lot in the long run. Looking back at it, um, I kind of got a, got to jump in quick. <laughs> you know, as most walk-ons don't usually get to jump in quick uh, to the systems. But and we had seven receivers that year, so I mean, I from the from the get goes, I, I was thrown into the jungle of things. But um, I've enjoyed all four years here, and. Uh, it's it's really been awesome to you know make friends that I'll have for a lifetime and uh, just have great teammates all around me and uh, it's an experience that I would I don't regret anything about.
1: Now talk about that walk on experience and did you know when you were coming here that there were only seven receivers or is that something you found out once you got here?
2: Yeah, so when I got here, we had there's probably around. 10 to 12 receivers when I got here but um three main guys ended up opting out um who were already in the rotation the year before so it bumped down to around seven some guys you know Davion Ross that year he got moved to DB um and then some guys just quit all out and uh so we I guess the beginning of the season against uh like Marshall first game we went into that game with uh three freshmen, me, Bryant Johnson, a guy Micah Manning, and four older guys, and Jackson Bierman, Keon Dixon, Matt Wilcox, and Jock Jones. And those were the seven that traveled. And so um no, I didn't know I didn't know coming into it it was going to be like that, but I am grateful for that experience.
1: Now you brought up a name from the past, Davion Ross. And I remember talking to Davion about his move to cornerback and he's like, man, I was not happy. <laughs> and it's like it's probably the best thing that's ever happened to him at the end of the day so let me ask you this way eb if you were to if you were um if you had to switch positions which position would you switch to
2: which position would i switch to i would probably want to switch to quarterback or running back i played running back growing up i Defense, there's a lot of pressure, and yeah, right. Ryan, Ryan knows that the most. Uh, you know, like DB, I don't have the hips for DB to be a DB, and you know, there's a lot of pressure on the defensive side of things. So I think I would want to stay on the offensive side.
1: <laughs> uh, the offense is where all the money is, man. Uh, that's right. So that's where you got to be, right, Ryan? Um, yeah, yeah, we know that. Uh, so your time then uh, has been with Parker, right, the whole time um he's he's about he's about my age 40 years old um he's uh he's got all the records in part because of you of course um i we brought you on to talk to you about you but we we uh, we got to ask about parker um what has he meant to you in in your time uh playing with him
2: yeah parker we we like our friendship really didn't start becoming close until this past spring um but he's like Ryan said earlier, he's just a great dude to be around. So, so chill, so down to earth, I would say. And, uh, you know, off the field, he's just as good as he is as a person that he is as a player on the field. Um, but, yeah, it's it's been an honor to be a teammate of his over these past four years.
1: Uh, was there ever a time where you're like, why do we still have this guy? Like, come on, let's give somebody else a chance, man
2: so I mean if, if he was uh if he was not performing like he has been then maybe but I've enjoyed uh having him all six years that he's been here really.
1: <laughs> what about the other guys in your room um you know you talked about some of the guys that you came in with uh that were here when you came in uh Will Cox being one of those guys that uh, was a valuable piece here um this year so much depth. At wide receiver. There was one game where I believe 11 different wide receivers got on the field. Um, and, and that was early in the season. So they were still trying to figure some things out, but the depth that you guys had in that room this year, I mean, how did that help push you guys?
2: Yeah, I would say it's the deepest room we've had in all four years that I've been here. And it's probably the closest room we've had as a, as a bond, I would say, um, Everybody on that travel roster, and even the guys on the scout team, we just all loved each other and all love seeing each other have success. And you know, you mentioned that game where eleven guys got in in the receiver room. I mean, that's just uh, that just goes to show how hard we worked in camp and um, how how we do push each other. And um, you know, I would say this was the first year that there was no like negative attitudes to something like that happening you know you go to a school and if you know not a lot of schools rotate in the receiver room like we do where we, we rotate pretty much every drive except you know Jado, Jaden smith he was in every drive, um but you know when people rotate in it's always dap ups fist bumps like go get the play like it's it's like go do your thing so i mean it was it was a great year and, and it was great having everybody uh, in the receiver room this year.
1: All right, Rhino. I know you've been preparing for this. Uh-oh, there he's back. All right, uh, Rhino's been preparing to have you on the show for a while now, EB. And so I know he's got some some deep uh, philosophical question for you. Uh, Ryan, what do you got for EB?
0: No deep philosophical question. <laughs> uh, but don't let EB fool you. He can definitely play defense. He can definitely play uh, safety. He's one of the toughest guys on the team. I, and. The real the, the thing I love about Evie, the only thing me and him really got is like stories. Like, I feel like we have just stories of back in the day, but there's one where he busted up his nose <laughs> in camp. And I would love Evie to enlighten because that's one of my favorite Wells quotes with Evie involved.
2: Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, this was this was his past uh, spring, fourth quarters. We were out there um, after all the mat drills. We have like a mini practice after with Tennis balls, and we were out there going offense defense, no pads, no helmets, but we were full on blocking like we should. <laughs> and uh, I was out there blocking you know, our, our new transfer linebacker, uh, Bubba, um, number seven, and uh, I was out there blocking his elbow, came across, busting me in the nose, and I thought my nose fell off for a second. It was the worst pain that I've ever experienced just so quick and i look down my hands are just covered in blood and uh so i sit out the next probably like 15 plays and then we have a little conditioning period afterwards and i put some put some gauze in my nose or whatever i hop back in the conditioning period (laughs) and when walls gathers off at the end to uh you know break us down really (laughs) instead He said, "This is what we need on the team. This is toughness." And that, I mean, this is—I mean—that's what Wells was preaching all, all spring, all summer, all, all year. He was really preaching toughness. I—I so I think he was excited that he had an example like that <laughs> this past spring.
0: Was one, of the, one of the first couple of days, Evie has this cracked-up nose, and Coach Wells is like, "This is what I expect." And we're like, "What?" <laughs> 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 oh.
1: <laughs> uh, for clarification for the listeners you may already know albert nunez bubba um and uh, just to clarify that because uh you said number seven and i was like i know who number seven is but i don't know who bubba is and <laughs> so yes albert nunez for clarification for anyone listening that didn't already know that uh, uh how long did it take the nose to heal up
2: i mean it was tender for two to three
1: weeks yeah
2: i thought i thought i broke it and uh but it, it was all good. I I was really scared for a couple of days I was going to have to get surgery, but no, I it took a good month for me to like have no pain. In it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and didn't affect your social game at all.
2: Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: what's your favorite experience? Uh let's let's go game-wise. Um your favorite game that you played um uh, over over your time. Um I would say there's
2: a couple, you know, always when we play those bigger schools, you know, FBS, power five schools, those are always cool experiences. Um, you know, I'm from Louisville. So it was really cool playing Louisville my, our sophomore year. And I, I had a catch in that game, which was really cool in front of my friends and family. Um, Kentucky was really cool this year. It was cool hanging around with them and uh, till the fourth quarter. And uh, that was probably, you know, Louisville had a good crowd sophomore year, but Kentucky it felt like it was almost sold out. Like that crowd was amazing that game, and it was really cool. I would probably say Kentucky was my favorite all around experience.
1: Uh, Growing up in Louisville, um, what was your dream school? Was it Was it Louisville? Like end of the day? So, dream
2: school. I always try to be realistic with myself, and you know i I didn't think. I was power five. So my dream school was actually Western Kentucky University because uh, I loved the campus there. My sister Hope, she uh, went there for four years and graduated. And so that was you know, all through kind of eighth grade through senior year, I was really hoping to go to WKU, but things didn't fall into place. And um, I ended up here, which I'm beyond grateful that I ended up here over uh wku actually
1: no, no regrets
2: no regrets at all
1: <laughs> um now your last name is uh it's it's intriguing uh to say the least uh how long did it take you in life to learn how to spell bednardsic <laughs> um
2: it probably took first or second grade i was like honestly uh it, it's a tough one it's polish and I I remember you know growing up every time I went to the doctor's office every time like I'd meet somebody new in my grade school classes they they look at me like I have three four eyes you know it's it's it is an intriguing one but uh, I'm I'm happy to have such a unique name.
1: <laughs> is there a uh, was there ever a misspelling on a jersey?
2: Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, yeah. I misspell mean, I mean, misspelling on jerseys. Uh, you know, write ups all the time. You know? Yeah, <laughs> so common.
1: I tell you when when I put out the uh, uh, graphic this morning for the show tonight, I I went I double checked, triple checked, made sure I had it right, <laughs> make sure that I was spelling. So awesome. I was worried uh, about it for sure. Rhino, what else you got for EB?
0: Uh, I've been asking a lot of players this question: uh, if you could be a car, what type of car would you be?
2: I'm a big Mercedes guy. And I like having – I like the, like, the big Mercedes emblem that they always have on their cars. So, I, you know, I, I probably put myself as like a Mercedes AMG. That's, that's, that's what I would love to be.
1: <laughs> Tell us about a young receiver that's in the room right now that uh, maybe next year or the year after all EKU fans are going to know know really well. You can't – it's got to be one of the young guys. It can't be, you know, Jado.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would probably say – when you say young guy, the first one that comes to my head is Jacob Dixon. He, he got a, uh, some playing time in the first couple games this year. Um, but, you know, I know a lot of the coaches are hoping that he's really the next Jaden Higgins. You know, he's six mm-hmm. five, can go up and get it, super athletic, uh, long stride. Um, He's one of those guys I've really gotten close with over this year. And, you know, he's another Louisville guy from PRP. Um, But I think as he grows into his role, gets a spring under his belt, um, continues to work hard, he's going to be somebody that is going to contribute a lot over his next couple of years.
1: Yeah. He's a ridiculously tall kid. Um, That would be great. Higgins, you know, had a phenomenal year last year. Of course, I haven't checked his stats this year. Um, to see what he's done uh, this year. I should have done that. But uh, nonetheless, that would be exciting to see um, as well. Give us your thoughts on Cam uh, Hergot, who currently would be the leader for the starting job next year. Of course, there's a long way to go before that time comes. And the day and age of the transfer portal, you never know. But um, we've asked Ryan about him already. What what excites you about Cam Hergott moving, uh, from what could be moving forward ahead? Yeah, Cameron's another close
2: buddy of mine. He uh what excites me the most about him is how much of a dual threat guy he is. You know, in high school at Beachwood, uh Mr. Football one year. Uh I think he has like four state championships. So obviously he's a winner. Uh he knows how to win, super athletic, super fast. He's one of the fastest guys on the offense. Um but you know, I, I think as he gets another spring under his belt. Uh, you know continues to learn how to read defenses i mean he's he's going to be really good for us
1: if you had to play offensive line against your current defensive line uh who are who are you wanting to match up against uh to clarify that's... ethan is listed at 5'10 190 <laughs> um just to clarify this <laughs>
2: yeah i uh I wouldn't want to go up against any of those guys, to be honest. Like, uh, truthfully, I, I weighed in at 179 as I left the program today, uh, which I, yeah, I'm going to try to cut down at now. But uh, I I think it would be interesting to go up against Rhino and D-Bake. You know, those those guys are – 2020 guys that came with me were pretty close with them. Uh, they would obviously kill me. But <laughs> that would that'd be a fun experience.
1: You just chop them, probably, I'm guessing. (laughs) That'd
2: be my best thing, my best bet for me.
1: So, Ryan, you or D-Bake, which one would struggle the most with EB? Oh, (laughs) D-Bake. D-Bake taller. You're going to get chopped easy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hey, thanks for watching, Steve. Steve fills us in. Higgins, leading receiver for Iowa State this year. 42 catches, 714 yards, four touchdowns. (laughs) Uh, so there you go. See, I love our listeners. They're ready to go, helping us fill out some stats along the way. I appreciate that. Uh, so, EB, what's next, man? What's what's, what's on the, the agenda for you?
2: Yeah. So I am starting my MBA through EKU's online program uh, here in January. And I plan on moving home for a little while, back to Louisville, with my dad, just trying to save money a little bit. Uh, start applying for jobs Um, probably going into public accounting that's what it looks like for a little while Um, that's been my goal for a little while and um, just see where that takes me but before that i i do have a trip uh, to go out west with uh, my girlfriend that uh, we've been trying to plan this semester so that's in the works right now
1: awesome uh very very good uh now what is, this sounds like a mean question, but what's the one thing individually in football in your collegiate career that you did not get to do? It's not, this doesn't mean winning championships, like your individual thing you didn't get to do that you wish you could have gotten to done.
2: Um, that is a tough question. I'm not... Right now, I'm not sure. I that's not a main question at all. I am pretty grateful for everything that I've gotten in my yeah. career, and I, I think, you know everything that I have gotten, and you know, I've been blessed to get. You know, I, I got to play this year more than all other three years combined. Mm. Yeah, you know, of, of course, I didn't start, but that was never. That was never really a goal of mine. I, you know, coming in here, my one goal was to get on a scholarship. Mm-hmm. That was my one goal coming in freshman year, I, uh, I was, you know, fortunate enough to do that. Um, but you know, ever since I got on a scholarship, like my main goal is just to be a good teammate, and I, I think, I think I have done that in my career, and uh, I hope my teammates can say that about me. And um, sure, I didn't lead the team in receiving yards or receiving touchdowns or starts, but um, I do hope that I was a good teammate to everybody.
1: Well, you ended the year 10, 10 catches, 121 yards, and a touchdown. What was that touchdown like uh, at Central Arkansas? It
2: was, it was a great experience. You know, it was That is something that I wanted. Yeah, you know, I hadn't had a touchdown coming into the season. I, I did want a touchdown uh, by the end of the year, and – Again, the second and last game at the moment in the game is it was, it was really, really cool. And just to s- have my teammates r- surround me on the sidelines just to see how happy they were for me. Um, it was a it was all around awesome experience.
1: You had a uh, long reception of 26 yards. That was against Western Carolina, uh, where you had four catches, 68 yards total. Um, Central Arkansas, you had a 17 yard catch. SFA, you had a 16 yard catch. SEMO uh, you had a 10 yard catch like you weren't doing the, the dunk downs you were you're going out there and making things happen uh with that opportunities that you got as well um you went back-to-back days or weeks with Western Carolina and SEMO four catches and three catches um I bet that was pretty exciting to have that uh that uh, expanded role for sure in those two games
2: yeah I, I remember watching the broadcast of the Western Carolina game uh at the Sunday after the game, and uh, the announcer, uh, I think it was Greg, but he, he just kept saying, that's two catches for Menards. Like, that's three catches. He's matched his career. You know, it, it was funny to hear that. And, yeah, it was, it was really cool to have that expanded role this season and um, feel like I'm really contributing to the team, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, uh, Coach Ron comments a great celebration after the catch at UCA. I don't think I saw the celebration. Uh, was it planned first of all, and then what was it? So it was planned. That was that was something that
2: you know going into the season uh, that I I told myself if I, if I were to score, I'm gonna hit that celebration. And it was something that Jaden Higgins, I think he came up with it. Uh, he he always did. It. I don't think he did it in the game, but like in practice and uh you know you know when we'd be on video games and stuff like him and Jado and b sloan they would always hit it but like (laughs) so you you bend down you act like your tummy hurts you're like oh my tummy and then you you like you throw like the dirty bird up or something uh but it was it was funny and i told Jado actually in the team meal on the road at central arc i was like be ready man like i don't know if i'm gonna score today but like if I do end up in the box, like I want you in there. So he came down right when I scored and he hit it with me along with some other
1: guys. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Uh, Rhino, Ethan said he wanted to be a good teammate. Um, He's the one guy that you told me off camera, horrible teammate. Um, So tell me, no, I'm kidding. Of course Uh, you've got him here. I know you get to see him face to face and you see him around and things like that, but uh, I mean, you guys came in together. What can you say about EB? EB you were a great teammate.
0: We've already been talked about that, but he he the one thing EB has always impressed me with, he is a workaholic. No matter what the day was, no matter what the time was, he always came with a smile. He always got down and he always worked. He always outworked whoever came up next to him too. It didn't matter if he was the biggest, strongest, fastest, somehow some way EB was going to outwork you. And that's one thing that I've learned from him and I hope that's Related throughout the whole team, and bro,
1: you were a heck of a
2: teammate. I I, I really appreciate that, <laughs> Uh
1: Any chance, EB, you stick around football at all? Uh, whether it be like high school coaching someday or um, other things like that. For
2: right now, uh, I don't see myself coaching. You know, I love the game, and you know as much as I love being deeply involved with it i love watching it too and that's something about being a college football player you don't get to watch it at all and uh that's something i'm excited about over these next few years just being able to sit back and um now that i know all that goes into college football Mm -hmm. all the hard work it takes i think i'm gonna really enjoy you know watching it more and knowing the process of it all
1: yeah well i can tell you that uh my favorite football team is the packers NFL team and uh, I was named after Vince Lombardi I've got a son named Brett after Brett Favre so uh, we're, we're for real fans and uh, this year's been a fun year teaching experience for me and my kids I tell them hey it's all about the future right you're like well it's okay we can lose a few games now get a good draft pick it's all good um, you're gonna have to learn how to uh, settle in and find the positives for some of these things but, <laughs> but as you go back to watching football and everything like that too. Ryan, anything else for EB? Yeah,
0: I got one more question. How did it feel to do the senior jog?
1: To do the senior jog, you said? Yeah, down
2: the hill. (laughs) You know, it was funny because someone asked me, you know, were you thinking about tripping? And that was never a thought until I was halfway down the hill. And, like, we never run down the hill by ourselves. So I was halfway down the hill, and I was thinking, oh, I got to really – focus on not following but uh it, it was really cool getting down the hill and you know dapping up coach wells getting a picture with him and then making the jog to uh my family who was there escorting me that was it was really cool
1: i asked this to somebody one of our guests recently um but about your support system uh you, you know your family was there uh, to greet you like that and i like to give guys an opportunity to kind of uh, I don't know, talk about the support system that you've had throughout your career growing up, all that kind of stuff, um, and just thoughts on on how that's been helpful to you.
2: Yeah, it's. I couldn't have asked for a better support system. I mean, my parents growing up, um, they allowed me to play football from the get-go. My mom was a little weary at first. She wanted me to stick in soccer, but uh, she finally gave in and let me play football, and uh, she's been the best football mom I could have ever asked for. And my dad, he's, he's made connections, opened doors, um, to get me to places where, you know, I could have never done it without him. You know, like he got me in with trainers who knew people, who knew coaches, who knew coaches on EKU staff, you know, and, and then I got here and, you know, um, so they've, they've been great. You know, my grandparents, they've loved every second of watching me play. Um, and you know, my sister and girlfriend they've, they've supported me every step of the way, too. Which is, it's just been really refreshing to look back on and um, see how good they have been to me. Yeah,
1: that's awesome, man. Hey, congrats uh, on a fun career. Um, we're glad that you were here and not at Western Kentucky, and uh, we're glad it all worked out that way for sure. Um, congrats on graduation, graduation and graduation, and good luck moving forward with the. Uh, the masters and job and all that good stuff and i hope you have a great trip out west you go in like arizona california or north northwest
2: yeah so that's so we're trying to go like the southwest through arizona nevada up through california see washington a little bit and make our way through montana like kind of like a big loop around
1: yeah you going yeah. to the grand canyon
2: yeah, that's that's one of the places we want to go to
1: yeah, and I tell you, it's a place pictures cannot do it justice. Um, it's a beautiful place. Uh, you'll enjoy it for sure. Um, uh, so anyways, hey, man, congrats again. Good luck moving forward. And uh, thanks for coming on tonight, man.
2: I thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah,
1: you're welcome. That's Ethan Bednartzik, wide receiver, EKU football. Uh, they sure do appreciate him coming on and uh, sticking with us through the uh, the studio change uh as <laughs> well all right ryan let's get into a few other things first of all i want to address something i tweeted earlier and uh and give some clarification to well maybe it's not a whole lot of clarification but i just talked about the uh rumors that are being thrown out there right now and ryan i don't know if you guys are hearing them or not and i don't i'm not going to drag you into it uh, by any stretch of the imagination but um, I tell you what, it from what I'm hearing, it's going to be a wild uh, few months um, uh, at the university. And I don't, I, I'm sure not all of it's true that I'm hearing. And I don't want to even just give give up gossip because it's if it's not true. There's no reason to spread it uh, through here as well. But I already know, you know, we've talked about, um, and uh, we've talked to different guys throughout the year. There's a lot of love for the university within the locker room of the football program. And I think that there's going to uh, – the expectation is for uh, – to see a lot of familiar faces again next year. Obviously, there will be new faces uh, coming in, and, and uh, the coaches will take advantage of the portal, and you got the high school kids coming in and all that kind of stuff too. There's been a lot of speculation about the staff and changes if they will be made and what which ones will be made and things like that. Um, I've not been able to get any confirmation on anything uh, on regards to that stuff. Um, there's, I think there's, we're going to see some, some legal stories pop up that have nothing to do with the athletics of the university, but that wouldn't be rare considering the past couple of years either. So I think it's going to be an interesting summer. I'm working to confirm some things. Um, like I said, I don't want to spread gossip and rumor. Um, but I'll tell you what, some stuff I've heard this week, Ryan, I'm just sitting there going, man, this could be an interesting, uh, interesting summer. (laughs) Needless to say, we'll wait and see what's going on. And, and, uh, we, my desire has always been to be a traditional sports talk show and give you facts and not be the talking heads that just spit out things to get clicks and things like that. Um, but that being said, Ryan, you guys have completed this year, completed the season. I'm sure you still have some meetings and some different things going on and things like that. Um, one of your teammates has already entered the portal. Uh Jira uh high Hightower.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And so he's he's already entered. Not surprised. I mean, anybody that's not getting much playing time or any playing time is probably going to start looking uh, see what options are out there. Not everybody. Um we've talked with you about that mindset. Uh we've talked with uh um Jalen Harrod about that mindset. Like, you know, you fight, you work, and you you earn that opportunity, right? Um, so you're a team captain, uh, what kind of advice or, um, conversations do you have with guys, especially the young guys that didn't see the field much, if at all this year?
0: Uh, for, for young guys that didn't see the field, uh, you have to wait your time and you have to wait your process out. Everybody grows and develops at different times, especially in football. And don't don't rush your time, don't rush your clock, don't don't get twisted up that coach doesn't like me, coach doesn't rock with me, coach won't play me. It it will come in time with work. But for uh for anybody that wants to either is on the fence about transfer and or staying, my only advice would be if if you choose to transfer, go go somewhere where you feel you'll be loved. And go somewhere where you you'll find something better. You, and use the tools you learn from here to exceed your football career, to grow in your football career, to implant something in your new program, implant something and grow and develop something that's yours and make it make it nice. But for, for anybody that wants to come back, I hope you come back with a chip on your shoulder because this was not the season that we wanted. This was not at all what we expected from our own team. And that's, that's something that we'll, we will get fixed but uh, I I can't speak on anybody that's either coming, staying, leaving, going. That's that's their free choice. But uh, as far as I know, I was happy to see all my all my friends in the 2023 team and the team meeting today for one last time. Uh, we got to dap it up. We got to celebrate because we won, and it was a great team event and it was a lot of fun.
1: Do you think that next year? It'll be a whole different perspective next year, unless you guys bring in some highly touted transfer quarterback that, like, you know, is like uh, I don't know, somebody Devin Leary or something like that. You know, the, the the expectation from the outside is going to be far lower next year for your team than what it was this year. Of course, this year the expectation was massive from the outside. Inside, the expectation's always the same. You're going to go out. You're going to win. Um, But from the outside, so do do you think that playing uh, maybe more of the underdog role next year, the guys that are new this year, that they'll be able to adjust to that? Because this year it's always been you guys were the target uh, pretty much all season long. Mm,
0: I I don't know. I I know the best thing about our team is that we play to a standard and that's that's what you want to always live up to. That's what you always say. But I, I. I don't know, I wouldn't feel an underdog role. Like you said, internally, we feel like we can win any game we step out there to go play. Uh, I don't know how uh, people would feel about being an underdog, actually. I think the beautiful thing about our conference is every game's competitive, every game's every team has a target on their back. You've seen how competitive our conference is. I don't think it matters who's the the underdog. (laughs) The, The top four teams can all compete yeah. And, and honestly, from one to I forget, how, I think it's six can can all compete and can all win. and So I I don't know. I wouldn't say there wouldn't be a, a an underdog or target that I think we're just ready to get ready to play again.
1: Yeah. I, you know, I look at the guys basketball team this year, you know, their preseason predictions or projections and rankings and everything top in the conference. The EKU women, they were supposed to be approved, but they were looked at as about the third best team in the conference by most people. And, uh, and so they're playing from two different perspectives. EKU guys are playing with the target on their back. EKU women are usually chasing the target. And by the way, they are hitting the target so far this year. Um, And I don't know, I, you know, I look at it from a coaching perspective and I think I kind of like playing the underdog role uh, better than the target on my back role. But that being said, I've had that role more often than I've had the role of target on my back. So um, I, I guess there's a, there's probably a great pride that comes with being that team that everybody's targeting um, uh, as well, which 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 makes it for a fun fun year. But I'm excited, man. I'm excited to see what what uh, what goes on, man. We got more breaking news. UTU fires their coach today. Uh, so there you go. It's it's starting. Here it comes. Uh, but uh, it's going to be fun to see the transition now. The biggest thing when you look at football is the quarterback. It's just the way it works. And Parker's gone. Uh, And with Parker being gone, someone has to step up, whether it's Cam, whether it's somebody else. Um, And that's going to be the biggest, I think, the biggest um, focus from the outside world at the very least on your guys' team for next year and to see how that shakes out. I'm looking forward to spring and summer as we start kind of filling out that roster and seeing who's there, seeing who's who's all um, you know around still, and you didn't lose a whole lot as far as graduation goes. And Coach Wells talked about that uh, several times this year. You know, yeah, we're losing guys, and we're losing important guys, but you know, we're only losing six or seven uh, guys somewhere in that range um, that that had major contributions to the team. And so, when you're returning um, some of these defensive guys, when you're returning some of these offensive guys. You've got a great nucleus, and now it's just plugging those extra pieces in, right?
0: Right, right, right. The, it's definitely uh, it's definitely good to keep chemistry amongst people and to keep a, a team together. quarterback will definitely be our biggest question mark, obviously, because we're losing ours. But we definitely have a good foundation of a team, and we definitely have a solid group of guys that should come back. And you plug in a couple pieces, we should be should be right back
1: up yeah and i this year was a great example of waiting your turn and taking uh, taking your opportunity um several guys you included in that um there's gonna be opportunities for guys to step up i mean you lose your two tackles on on offense um you lose safety you lose corner you lose linebackers you lose wherever um receivers you're gonna you know there's opportunity that's what it means doesn't mean like oh no we lost people it's there's now opportunity. Someone needs to go out, take the bull by the horns, and uh, seize, seize the day uh, and the opportunities that are there. Uh, any, any other thoughts? We're still going to have a whole episode on uh, breaking down the season, and we're going to bring some more guys on and talk about the football season still. That's the plan, at least, um, here before Christmas. But um, anything else you want to say football-wise before we switch topics and go to basketball?
0: no i think i'm all right
1: <laughs> all right good um basketball wise the guys play tomorrow night uh or tomorrow afternoon excuse me i think it's like two o'clock in the afternoon um the guys are playing they're coming off a tough loss um and uh and so they will be home if you're in richmond uh go out cheer on the guys um if you're in richmond and you're not working i'm working so i won't be there but Um, nonetheless, I might call it sick. Who knows? We'll see. Um, (laughs) but, uh, uh, I don't think my boss listens to this show. Um, so anyways, uh, but a game tomorrow for the guys, they are fun. They're exciting. Um, they got some new faces as well, that late additions to the team that are going to play some important roles for the team. And, uh, man, they're just, they're, they're playing the way coach Hamilton envisions them playing and defensively just they're everywhere, 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 everywhere. But, I want to talk about EKU women's basketball. Coach Todd, 300th win uh, this past week. Last night they lost, or early this morning, they lost to Utah, the number four team in the nation, uh, to be the runners-up in the Great Alaskan Shootout. And, uh, you know, we had on uh, a couple of the girls already this year, and we're going to have on more. Um, I was hoping to get Coach Todd on tonight, but obviously that Alaska trip, Uh, That wasn't going to work, but um, we will get Coach Todd on soon and more of the girls on throughout the year as well. Um, But I'm telling – I'm trying to – I just keep saying it, but I'm going to say it again. Man, you got to be there to support these girls. This team is phenomenal. Antoinette Walker, um, she could be playing almost anywhere. And I mean that. I'm not just saying that. Uh, She could be playing almost anywhere. She's a phenomenal ball player. And the pieces that they have put in – um, they've got the height, they've got the length, they've got the shooting, they've got the defense, they've got it all. And this team is going to be so tough in the conference. Um, I think they win the conference. Now there's another team in there, one of those Florida teams. I'm trying to remember if it's uh, Florida Gulf Coast or um, anyway, there, there is another team that is that is incredibly good in the conference too. But I think that um, this EKU team is so complete and if you watch this staff and you watch the way the girls respond to this staff, uh, you could tell something really special is coming this year. So um, if you're able to at all, get out and support the girls. And I'm trying to tell this, I don't know how many students watch this show, Ryan, but I'm always disappointed. The student section is bare uh, during those girls games. And I'm like, someone needs to go on campus and just start, you know, a teacher needs to take their whole class or something, like I <laughs> need to make something happen. Uh, but uh, the last game uh, that I was at, there it was a decent crowd, actually, better than last year's crowds. And uh, I talked to Coach Todd a little bit about it after the game, and um, so hopefully that keeps on because these girls they're they're so worthy of of the uh, the attention and worthy of of our time uh, for sure. Uh, have you? I know you've been busy with football season, so football season's winding down. What is your guys' schedule as far as school classes end pretty soon, don't they?
0: Uh, yeah, school, school will be over here pretty soon. Uh, I think it's, it's December 14th, schools, like, or grades? I don't remember. Yeah.
1: Uh, it's been <laughs> up. Yeah, Ryan's so focused on his classes. Um, <laughs> hey, that's good that you're not so excited that they're almost done that you know exactly the date and time it ends. So that's That's right. a positive thing. Uh, but I know they're almost done, and that always slows things down a little bit. I've got um, – I meant to get this autographed, and I did not get it done. But I got me a uh, women's basketball poster right there um, from Alex and the guys over there at, at, uh, helping out with the postgame stuff. So uh, it's got the schedule on here. So let's see here. They, they beat Evansville. They beat uh, UAB, and they uh, could not take down Utah. So next up is uh, Campbellsville. Uh, Harrisburg, uh, that's on the 25th and then uh, Simmons college on December 4th they got three straight home games up next and Miami of Ohio on December 6th, uh, all coming up here uh, shortly. So now those are all going to be fun games. Uh, come on out, get your tickets. They're, they're $5 um, and sometimes cheaper. So make it happen. Uh, come on out. That's for the community. Of course, I think it's, it's free for you guys, isn't it? Um, students? Yeah. So um, so there you go. We're, we're going to work on getting there and uh, continue to support those girls and the guys. I don't mean to, to knock the guys at all. Uh, really appreciate coach Hamilton and, uh, and the guys that come on the show. Coach Hamilton's, uh, been a real, real friend of the show as well as coach Todd. So, uh, there, that is volleyball wrapped up their season, uh, tough loss in the opening round of the, uh, of the AON tournament. Uh, but a phenomenal year again for them. I'm not up to date on everything going on with the cross countries and the tracks and all that kind of stuff. I apologize. Um, but, uh, nonetheless, uh, we've got a lot still planned for the rest of the year. Of course, our focus will turn and shift towards basketball for a while. Um, and of course, baseball, once baseball comes around as well. And, uh, we're trying to make plans for a big, um, football conclusion show at some point as well. Hopefully once we get that, figured out we'll announce it and so people can be a part of that also uh all right ryan what are you doing for thanksgiving man
0: i'm actually getting to go home so
1: going home is this the first time in a couple years
0: first time in at least three yes
1: Uh, i bet mama's happy
0: yeah my grandma's already cooking and everything everybody's excited
1: I love it. I got my in-laws coming in. Uh, They'll be here uh, tomorrow and they'll be here for about a week. Um, So I might come down to Tennessee and hang out with you guys for a little bit. Um, But uh, (laughs) Nonetheless, so I want to say to all of our listeners, happy Thanksgiving. Um, And uh, we're excited about getting some time off of work and spending time with family. It's always a good time. And I hope you all get to, to do the same. Uh, as well, uh, we always appreciate you listening to the program and uh, sharing it if you enjoyed it. And uh, and uh, we're looking forward to what's ahead. We got plenty of content coming your way, lots of things going on, and uh, we continue to do our best to make it better and better every time. Uh, so thanks for sticking with us through the football season. Like I said, we will announce once we can figure out some details exactly what we're doing. I've got, uh, I've got some uh fun ideas that hopefully we can we can bring to fruition as well. Um uh oh I got the official invite uh Ryan there it is. Uh so I uh, I will be down I'll tell you what coach I'll be down there in February maybe we'll hook up when I'm down there. Um it's been fun. It's not over yet though. We got a long ways to go. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at stove Um we're not necessarily a news breaking program but we are trying to um Get ahead on some of these things and try to find the truth out and produce the truth as well. So as we do, we will uh, we'll keep you informed on anything that we've got going on, especially with EKU sports. Uh, we want to say welcome, by the way, to Isaac. Uh, he's filled uh, he's filled the position that was left vacant by Rickson, and, uh, and he is now at the university. So we'll be working with him. We appreciate his help in getting EB lined up for tonight. And uh, thanks to Ryan for being here and ready to go, even though I was not. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm going to dock my pay. Um, so we'll get that taken care of. We didn't talk about Righteous Felon tonight. Uh, righteous Felon, if you need looking for stocking stuffers for Christmas, uh, you need to go to Righteous Felon. Righteousfelon.com. They've got phenomenal jerkies, which reminds me again, I still have two packages for Ryan to try. Um, but uh, you can go to RighteousFelon.com. You're going to use the code STOVE15, 15, S-T-O-V-E-1-5. 15. You're going to get 15% off your purchase. It's already affordable. Um, go, go get your uh, new favorite flavor of jerky. Try it out. And uh, if you use that code, they'll know that we sent you. And we would surely appreciate that. Thanks to IPM Pest and Termite and All Around Roofing as well for their support of the program. Their local businesses right here in Central Kentucky. So if you live in the area, make sure you give them a shout. And at the very least, tell them thank you for supporting the Sports Stove Local Hour. Thanks to Ryan. Thanks to EB. Thanks to Steve for giving us some stats today. Uh, Coach Ron, uh, Mrs., uh, uh, Mrs. Bailey, Marilyn Bailey on here as well. Man, we sure appreciate you all for tuning in. Everybody else for tuning in as well. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Until next time, we'll see you around the sports stove.